Hello, welcome back to the Live from the Nurse podcast. Hope you all are doing all right today. Happy New Year. Uh, it is officially 2022. We are kicking off season three of this podcast. It's pretty incredible that we've been doing this now for, this is going to be our third season of running this podcast in the year. If you are new to Life on the Wrist or the podcast, uh, Life on the Wrist is a website I have where we I basically just talk about watches, anything that really interests me in the watch world. Uh, we do this through a couple of avenues, obviously on our social media pages. One of our main um, part, um, our main um, sources of, of content is our YouTube channel. We create videos over there, um, which sort of drives a lot of the content that we push out. Um, then we have our website where we have a um, editorial section and for every video we make we have an editorial article that we write with some more information that um, kind of goes with each video and then obviously we have this podcast which is what you're listening to right now where we cover some of the topics that we've covered on our YouTube channel but also we do some um, some other content that isn't related to to um, our YouTube channel here, where we just have an opportunity to talk about watches in a fairly informal podcast. Um, it's it's a it's a really fun thing that I started. Um, well, you know, as I said, this is season season three, so uh, th- this is going to be our third year of, of sort of running this, um, and so. Um, wanted to kick off this year with a topic that we discuss um, on the website and also on our YouTube channel pretty heavily, and that is Swiss watch exports. I thought I would go through the November 2021 um, results. I haven't done this in in a little bit of time, Um, and I thought this would be a nice way to sort of kick off the year to look back at 2021 and see where sort of watches ended up. I know that there are going to be December results that will be released this year, uh, this month, excuse me. Um, and those will be informative about the whole year, but I think that, that November 2021 was a fairly significant month for Swiss watch exports um, as a whole, and that's why I want to talk about it today. So um, if you don't know, the Federation of Horolo- Swiss Horology releases monthly a report that sort of goes into all of the modern watch exports um, figures that, that that were posted. So this includes wristwatches and other products that come out of um, horology companies that are exported to different places within the within the world, and they report a couple of different um, different metrics. Um, obviously, sort of a, a high level overview of what the uh, exports were for for the month, twelve month moving average. They look at things by watches, by material, by price category, and what markets they went to. And um, they published a really nice report, and and I sort of um, create a report on our website as well that that gives those statistics um, on our website. So um, look out for that. It's probably going to come out in the next couple weeks where we talk about the November results. We might wait for the December results just so we have a full year. But November was fairly significant um, for for Swiss watch exports. So without sort of droning on about what the export results really are, um, let's dive into the results. So exports for the month of uh, November 2021 were a total of 2.1 billion Swiss francs. This was an increase of 8.65% compared to 2019. In 2021, the Federation for Swiss Horology decided to compare the results for this year, for 2021 to 2019, as opposed to 2020, because the results would be pretty, pretty, um, pretty sig- a significant growth that kind of would make you think that they were better than they really were. So 2019 is sort of the benchmark that they used because 2020 was such a soft year for Swiss watch exports. 
Growth rate of 8.6% is an incredible figure. Um, that is a, a, a ridiculous amount of growth for an industry that has seen um, sort of a decline in, in exports. Um, so really great growth figures out of November. What's even more significant is the fact that Swiss watch exports were 2.2 billion francs in November. Um, if you compare it to the last uh, a long time, the last time results were so well, did so well was back in October 2014 and this is the best months a month result um, that's come out since then so a really significant um, a really significant uh, result for for the Swiss um, Federation for horology um, if you look at uh, exports from January to November um, they were 20.4 billion Swiss francs. This was uh, a 2% growth between from January to 2019, January to November 2019. If you compare it to um, this uh, January to November of 2021, um, this was a growth rate of 2.1%. So an another significant result, but fairly, um, fairly, you know, 2% growth is a fairly standard growth rate and, and nothing to, um, you know, turn a bunch of heads, but I think the fact that November was such a large month is really significant. You know, obviously one of the things that you want to think about is what, what was the, you know, what contributed to such a, a, a large growth rate. To be honest, I think it's sort of the, you know, economies bouncing back uh, is, has been sort of the story of the last year. I think economies have seen that, obviously gearing up for um, the holiday season, especially in markets like the United States. Um, you know, watches are a great uh, gift to, to give someone, and so um, that might have contributed to it as well. I will say there's also been some pretty pretty big innovations within um, Swiss watch companies, and I think that's also really great and motivated people to sort of continue to buy things, uh, buy watches. Moving on just to a, a different figure, looking at the 12-month moving average for, for watches, it's just shy of um, 30, uh, 30 percent. Um, you have this really um, steep S curve for the 12 month moving average that's fairly um, significant but you have to keep in mind this is a 12 month moving average that also includes results from 20, 2020 which was heavily impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic and so take this with a grain of salt I think this next year we're going to see really where this 12 month moving average really lies um, um, correctly. One of the things I mentioned is they break it out by material and by price category so to go into the materials section Obviously, steel watches really led the way with 965,000 uh, units being sold. This was equivalent to 818 million. Um, this was equivalent to 818 million Swiss francs, so a pretty significant portion of it. However, I think what the real st big story here is that precious metals really led the way in in the demand story. While there were only 39,000 units that were sold, it was equivalent to 755 uh, million Swiss francs which is you know, just a little bit shy of that steel, steel mark. This was, uh, compared to 2019, this was a growth rate of 18.4% uh, increase um, compared to 2019, and that's comparing the, um, the, uh, the value of the precious metals increases. Um, steel watches actually saw a decline in units, but an increase in in, in value, um, which I thought was quite an interesting story. Th you know, down neg uh, thirteen percent in units. Um, so I think precious metals really hit hit home. I think when you get into these winter months, you start thinking about, you know, I don't know, 
you, you sort of fall in love with the, the romantic story of, I don't know, sitting around a fire, wearing a beautiful watch, maybe sweater weather. That's some of the things that maybe come to mind, especially in my mind. And so maybe that motivated some people to buy more classical watches that oftentimes come in precious metals. But again, that's, that's me deducing something off of a result that I see. I don't have any proof of that besides the fact that I, I think that might be part of it. Looking at the uh, watches by price category, we saw a similar story to what we've seen over the last oh, year, really, where watches over 3,000 Swiss francs saw um, the most um, growth compared to the, the, the previous year's results, and then everything below 3,000 Swiss francs saw declines. Um, so in total, um, units uh, sold where it was actually down 12.5%, but um, value was up by 9%. If you look at the over 3,000 Swiss franc um, sort of price category, you can see units increased by 12.5% and, and the value of exports increased by 16%. So I think this sort of is in line with the precious metals conversation that we had where precious metals were really the driving factor of such a positive result. And of course, precious metals are a little bit more expensive and so um, that was probably driving the fact that this price category was um, really saw the most growth uh, compared to others was the precious metal watches really leading the way. Um, if you look at, you know, basically below 3,000 francs, it ranges from anywhere from 2% to 21% decreases in value and anywhere from 9 to 22% decreases in units. So a really um, tough story for less expensive pieces. One of the other things they do is look at main markets. I think there was significant growth compared to 2019, um, which is crazy because 2019 was a really strong year, but top six markets were the USA, China, Hong Kong, United Kingdom, Japan, and France. France is a market that really wasn't part of this top six list, at least the one the months that I've covered, um, but they saw a really significant, a really significant result um, of 121 million Swiss francs, which was a growth rate of 38%. Um, which is really great. They, they encompass about 5.6% uh, share of the market, which is really, really great to see. Obviously, China was a, a big market as well, increase of 34%, if you round up 35%, making up 11% share and totaling 240,000, uh, 240 million Swiss francs um, worth of exports. This is significant, and I think these are markets that, that have continued to do really well besides France, but the USA, China, Hong Kong, United Kingdom, and Japan are all markets that have really driven the way um, and are massive markets for Swiss watch exports. And it, you can tell uh, month over month, they are a significant share of the, of, the, um, of the market. What's really crazy is these six markets encompass 42% of the total Swiss watch export market. Six, com six countries, so if these six countries are really impacted, it's a really significant portion of um, Swiss watch exports. Um, just to look at some other um, interesting markets, the UAE came in at number eight for the month, totaling 115 million Swiss francs. This was a growth rate of about 56.5% compared to 2019, which is again, super significant um, and a big portion, big, big growth rate um, for, for, the, for the country. Um, <clears throat> looking down the list here, Turkey had significant exports coming in at number 25, only amounting to about 16 million uh, Swiss francs, but saw 
an 82% increase um, between 2019 and 2021. So again, a, a really nice result from them there. Um, and um, yeah, so um, pretty, pretty, pretty interesting to look at, um, look at some of those results. One of the things I wanted to do is just look at sort of the um, total markets. If you look at if you look at twenty uh, January to November of twenty twenty one, and we want to look at maybe the top six markets for this, um, or maybe the top ten. I'll, I'll go through the top ten here. Um, these are the markets that really led the way for the whole year. So there was the U.S. and China, which saw positive growth compared to twenty nineteen. Then it was Hong Kong, Japan, United Kingdom, Singapore. That's the top six. What's really interesting is Hong Kong, Japan, United Kingdom, and Singapore are also negative results um, compared to 2019, probably impacted by the pandemic. Or when you really think about it, these are huge markets, huge, huge markets. Uh, the top six markets are the 1 billion uh, Swiss franc sort of market, um, US, and, US and China coming in at 2.8 and 2.7 respectively. Uh, billion Swiss francs for the year of 2021. So a really crazy, uh, you know, top top two uh, make up a really significant portion, but top six is really where that billion dollar spend kind of comes in. Seven, eight, nine, ten are Germany, UAE, France, and Italy. And out of those three, only the UAE saw positive results compared to 2019. Um, I know that uh, Germany, France, and Italy have all been uh, highly impacted by COVID-19, economies are slowly coming back, but of course, um, nations like the U United States of America see, um, you know, though they see the most significant um, rebounding effect of from from COVID-19, whereas U European nations are a lot slower to to sort of react to that. Some of that might have to do with the way that their currencies are sort of. Um, uh, are you know maybe their monetary policy um, but this is not an economics um, lesson uh, or a podcast or uh, you know life on the earth is not a, not a really about that but this is just uh, just a thought for you is you know the euro is monetary policy around the euro um, has to be decided um, upon and a lot of these nations are covered at different speeds and, and in different ways um, and so you know that may have an impact on the recoveries of some nations when monetary policy um, takes place. But besides the point, uh, I think it's quite interesting to look at these top 10 markets though. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to the results for November, 2021. I think this was a significant month for, for Swiss watch exports. I'm really glad that there were some positive results coming out of here in the end of the year, hopefully ended on a high note. I'm hoping that December saw similar results to to November, but we will see that in a couple of weeks when the results are released by the Swiss Federation for Horology. I'll leave a link in the show notes to um, the website where you can see all of the Swiss watch exports. Obviously, like I said, we do publish the results um, on, our, on our own website, so be sure to head over to Life on the Wrist. And if you go to our Discover page on our in the editorial section of our website, you'll be able to see all of the, the um, months that we've covered for Swiss watch exports. So stay tuned for our coverage of that. If you are new to Life on the Wrist, be sure to follow this podcast. You're the first one notified when we do um, release our podcast. If you don't know, we release these every single Tuesday. Um, this is episode one of season three, which is pretty in incredible to see. 
If you want to get more content from us, head over to our website, but you can also check out our social medias, our YouTube channel, our YouTube channel, um, our uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, we're there. Um, so be sure to head over there. Share this podcast with your friends if they like content about watches. And with that said, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And until next time.